LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Well, thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy. Ron, how's it going? It's going well. Thanks for doing these, filling in. I like to keep mentioning there's a Nate out there somewhere. He's somewhere. He's somewhere. Hopefully we'll see him again. But man, I've loved doing these. So I appreciate you doing them with me. Well, we miss Nate. Looking Looking forward to having him back. But for now, in this episode, you're identifying a major communication barrier on every team. So yeah. what is it? Yeah. And, you know, this goes uh, uh, along with uh, understanding your team and who, how they're wired and that sort of thing. And most effective teams do some sort of personality assessment. Uh, I mean, I'm sure uh, Lifeway does those at some level. Yep. Do y'all, what, do, y'all do strength finders probably? Uh, we've done a few different ones. When I was hired, I did the Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs, I did Briggs, of course. And yeah. then- once I was on the team, we did strength finders. Do you you know your Myers Briggs? Uh, ENTJ. Okay, and I'm INTJ, and so that's just important to know. You know that he's an E. He's going to talk. He be more verbal. He's an I. You know those are important. Uh, disc, whatever they are, and I recommend them. They're, I think they're great. But this barrier that we're talking about, a major communication barrier, I, I don't think it's picked up by most personality profiles. Maybe you could say it is. I could I could tie it to the Myers Briggs. I'm Myers Briggs certified. I could tie it to that in some ways. Uh, this would probably be the the S and the N more kind of thing. But it's not really talked about a lot. And yet I have seen it as one of the major barriers on every team that, uh, on which I've served, tried to lead. And I've seen it in many marriages, many relationships where a couple comes and they're having trouble and I'm sitting with them and I can identify, okay, do you see what's taking place here? You people have a major communication barrier. Uh, and uh, it just deals with how different we are. And it, I just think if you lead in teams, you need to know this. So the major communication barrier on all teams, among all people, are some people listen, some people speak with and listen for details. And some people speak with and listen for generalities. That's the difference. Mm. It's the way we speak and it's the way we listen. Um, You could call it big picture oriented or detail oriented. And there there probably a a lot of other terms. And maybe I'll create an assessment. We may create this assessment, put it on my blog, and that'll be the way I get new emails. There you go. I think I could work (laughs) on that. But this is is, uh, – This is so incredibly important. If you don't understand this, you're going to talk over people and you're going to and people are going to expect things from you that you never really said. Um, So let me let let me give you an example of this. I teach uh, I speak. I'm one who speaks in generalities and I listen in generalities. And I don't know. I haven't thought this through well enough to know whether you could speak in one and listen in another. Mm -hmm. I don't. I doubt it, but maybe you could. I don't know. I have to think about that. But I'm generalities. My wife, Cheryl, is in details. She speaks in details. She listens in details. So just put us in that scenario and you see the recipe for communication errors. Because I said, uh, hey, you know, we might uh, go see that movie sometime. 
see a movie ad, I make a statement. I was talking a very general, making a general statement that maybe we go see that movie sometimes. She heard, we're going to that movie. And she's even wired to hear we're going to that movie Friday night. <laughs> we're going to the seven o'clock and we're going to go get pizza before. You know, yep. I didn't say all You're that. Like, when did I say that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't say all that, but she's yep. wired to hear for details. Well, you said, well, I didn't really say that. What I really said was, and that happens on a team all the time. Like if I'm painting a big picture for some lofty ideas, it's usually a general concept without a lot of teeth to it. And I'm expecting the teeth to be filled in by the detail people, by the action people. But the team sometimes hears these lofty ideas and they assumed I've written for them a script to go write, go do something. Mm. And it's not what I've done at all. And so if they don't understand it and, and it goes back to good leadership principles of listening skills and asking the right questions, make sure people understand having mutual trust on a team to where you can say, Did, is this what I'm hearing you say? No, that wasn't what I was saying at all. And talking those through, it's easy to get around this one, I think, if if you have trust on a team, because you can just simply ask what you meant by that or or say, this is what I heard you say. If you don't know it, you'll keep running over each other and totally missing each other altogether. Yeah. It's that important. There's there's a lot of things here to, to discuss. Yeah. So the first one is somebody's leading a team. And as, as soon as you said those two, they're like, you're right. Like I can think of the people. Mm. But there's also people that are so new to their team or they're leading a new team stepping into that. How how do you identify that other than just experience through working with those people? Well, that's what our assessment will do. Exactly right. <laughs> when we get yep. that, you know, I think again, I do think uh, the, the the other personality assessments help with this because mm-hmm. they do point to the fact that okay, he's an in, so he's he's going to be more big picture. He's a, a jet, he's a, an S, so he's going to need some more details. So I do think some of those help, and there probably needs to be a little more language around it. I think most of his probably learned by experience and being aware of it. But for me as a leader, knowing this reality, I always lead with this. Hmm. So I start with this reality. I, I, I diagram it on a board. I say, okay, if I'm saying this, I'm not saying this. So I'm helping them understand this principle for the teams that we lead. And I'm going back to it. And I'm constantly pulling it out of people. Okay, do you need more details from me or is yeah. that enough? Or I'm saying, okay, are you understanding what I'm saying uh, here? Or and And so once I learn this about the people – I can't because I because I am big picture general uh, oriented. I don't care as much how the details play out. Yep. So as soon as somebody, if somebody is big picture oriented like me, if we have one conversation, it's five minutes long. They catch it. What the big picture that I'm trying to grasp and then they go run with it and it doesn't look exactly like I thought. I'm okay with that Mm. because it's moving forward. But for a detailed person, if they don't understand that's how I'm wired, then that becomes very frustrating to yeah. them. And they're coming back to you with questions about every detail. That's right. <laughs> that I don't care yeah, about. I, and they were probably okay solving them. They just didn't know they had that authority. Yep. Uh, this was uh, – the uh, I've had several times where 
uh, if you had this on a scale, we'll have to do this in our assessment, but yeah. on the scale, this, this assessment may become a real thing, but you had this person on a scale and they're like off the charts, like the high D on the disc, you know, they're mm-hmm. off the charts for the big picture D, uh, generalities type person. And then you have somebody on the other side and they're at the height of details and needing to know and that sort of thing, which would basically be my wife and me (laughs) but if that is the case uh there's just going to be a lot of initial conflict and so i've had that on several teams and usually the conflict goes like this that person who is highly detail oriented is highly frustrated with me Mm -hmm. and they don't tell me because i'm their boss all he does is come up with ideas right right right. ideas ideas he never can do anything well that's Okay, yeah. so let's flesh this out. So I've had that a few times. It takes that experience you're talking about to discover that about us. But once we discover that, I mean, it could be you can't work for somebody like me. Mm-hmm. That's possible. But a lot of times, if you're given the autonomy and the empowerment and the and, and the resources to go carry that out, you're more fulfilled because you're not getting the oversight that is stifling and all that sort of stuff for you. So the Two of these together can work beautifully together, but they've got to understand each other. Yeah. And that was going to be my my next question to you is, just as you said, this is a communication barrier. So, yeah. oftentimes, this does not go well because it's not discussed or understood. That's right. I don't understand how to work with them. But if you were putting together a team and objectively looking, would you say that you should look for others that oh, come with totally, you well? Totally. And how- how can you identify that? I know we're trying to get into our yep. assessment. We're going to get right, there. Right, right, right. But just even in an interview, what are some questions that you can ask people to see? Let's say you are somebody who's generalities focused. Yeah. But you're like, I need some detailed people to fill in the gaps here. Sure. And some of the questions might be, okay, um, when you're given um, – uh, when there's a major project to do, how much um, how much advance um, – preparation or that's not the right word scripting do you want for that i mean do you want to be told this is where we're going and this is what a win looks like or do you want to help figure that out um do you uh how much oversight do you think you 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 like to have do you like the the plan clearly spelled out where you know what you're going to do every day or would you rather come in and you get to reinvent the plan every day so just creating some i'd probably use scenario questions and i don't know i'd have to think about those a little bit more mm-hmm. but i would you i would paint scenarios for them of what that might look like and allow them to respond to that. Yeah. Well, it's very helpful. Like we said, this can be a barrier. It's a major communication barrier. But if you take this information and you actually look on your team and see who is, who's, which personality type, it can actually be very helpful. I think so. On your team. So if you are enjoying this podcast, please help us out. You can download, share, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And you can let us know topics that you'd like for us to discuss. You can, you know, do that in the review on iTunes, or you can even just shoot Ron a message on his blog and we'll take a look at it on the next episode. See you next time. Jesus's final charge to his disciples was to go and make disciples of all nations. And yet, many Christians today struggle to understand what this means for them. And many churches find it difficult to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. 
For the past 15 years, our friends at Downline Ministries have partnered with local churches by equipping men and women to know God's word and make disciples in the context of their homes, their churches, and their communities. They do this through the Downline Institute, a nine-month training program where students are taught Genesis through Revelation, biblical manhood and womanhood, and practical discipleship training. If you long for a greater knowledge of God's word, a clear vision for making disciples, and a strengthening of biblical discipleship in your church, check out the Downline Institute's in-person and virtual training options. Downline is offering our listeners $100 off of the tuition cost. Just use the code LIFEWAY when you apply at downlineministries.com.